Today is Tuesday, August 23rd, and my name is Kevin Vargo, host and founder of the Mid Park Music Podcast, and today I have Kyle Dell of Will You, Won't You from the Bay Area, all the way in California. Uh, very, very, very excited for this one. Kyle has been truly one of the greatest supporters for the Mid Park Music brand um, over the last year. Um, he sent me a cover that he did uh I think you're here to talk about it. Um, and you know, over that time, you know, we've just continued to stay in contact and, um, he's just so very supportive and, and, um, yeah, but today, obviously we're here to talk about his music and, uh, everything else going on with, will you, won't you? So, uh, those of you that are tuning in, thank you so much for coming in. Of course. Um, it's very, very important. I, I, uh, I always try to note it in every single episode that we do. Uh, and this is episode 62 already. And, uh, in every single one, I want to make sure that we note, that, you know, a thank you to those listening. This would not be possible without you at all. Um, so what we're going to do here, uh, or excuse me, the song that we just heard there at the beginning, uh, that was just a little bit of uh, Hear Me. Uh, so Hear Me uh, was the song actually that I wrote a uh, Mid-Park song summary about uh, for Will You, Won't You. So I'll go ahead and give you, give you a little snippet of that, uh, or I guess I'll read the whole thing, and then we will listen to the whole song, uh, and then we'll come back, go over a few more things, and then that will lead us into the full conversation uh, with Kyle. Uh, so yeah. This track, will, uh, from Will You, Won't You, a passionate solo project from the Bay Area's Kyle Dell as one of seven from the June 2022 EP, I Hope You Find Peace in This. Full of introspective thoughts and emotion cast out in both rhythmic vocals and, and hoarse screamo-esque shouting, Hear Me, uh, will take you back to core 2000s alt-rock emo sound in a hurry. If, as a listener, you've ever uh, been one to find bands like We the Kings, All Time Low, or Carter Tell on repeat, uh, this tune is not only a perfect summation of the EP as a whole, uh, but will solidify the fact that you, uh, will you, won't you should be on your repeat list. Uh, from the album art to the Spotify video art to the lyrics themselves, uh, this is a track that will undoubtedly have you in your feelings in all the best ways possible. Um, so that's it. And a few things I noted there that I want to make sure I touch on. You know, this is a solo project for the most part from Kyle. So he is doing mostly everything. And, and there's been a few uh, bands in a row who've been this way, you know, with uh, you know, kind of focusing on the solo element of things and um you know i i respect that so much because I, I know i'd probably be very much in the same way and just and i am kind of here you know with mid park and doing most of the things myself i did uh, just get a little bit of help though um so shout out to, to mike from street lines for that uh but either here nor there um yeah you know doing it all himself um he's a super passionate guy um who you can tell has a great perspective on a lot of things um been through some stuff and and um you know, just, yeah, uh, you know, all of that is reflected in the song lyrics and such. And so uh, make sure you're paying attention to all that when you uh, go check them out on Spotify and, and, and all that good stuff, which, of course, that is in the podcast description, the uh, Will You Won't You Spotify link, uh, Instagram account as well, all that good stuff, support the band any way that you are able. So I'm going to stop rambling on. We're going to go ahead and listen to the full song of Hear Me here. And uh, again, this is off the I Hope You Find Peace in This EP uh, and we will, and this is actually right now the, uh, the number one song, um, or no, I'm sorry, that's Casual Casualty, which we'll listen to in a little bit, but, um, hear me, like I said, this is, uh, off of the EP there, we're gonna listen to the full song, we will be back after to, uh, for a few more things. My destiny, so sell 
Solid, solid, solid punk, emo, rock, however you want to call it, I believe. What was the uh, the words that he used? Pop mosh, I believe it was, uh, when we were talking. Uh, so there's a lot of different ways that you can, of course, coin music today. But uh, at the end of the day, all that matters is if vibes with you and you like it. And I certainly like that. I think that those of you that uh, are listening in are definitely going to like Will You Won't Use Music as well. Um, so we're going to go ahead and listen to another song here. Uh, but before we do want to make sure we go over the schedule coming up for the podcast, actually two things to go over, um, the schedule for the podcast, of course. So today is uh, episode 62, uh, episode 63 will be on Saturday, August 27th. That's coming up this Saturday with OL okay from Milwaukee. Uh, and then, uh, Tuesday, August 30th, that's one week from today. We'll be with in a dream. That is another solo project there from Phoenix, Arizona. September 1st, Lost Pyramids from Chicago. September 3rd, Rubber Hearts from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. September 7th, Act Casual from Detroit. September 10th, The Cure from Love from Columbus, Ohio. And September 13th, Speakeasy from Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Uh, continuing to add more and more every single uh, week. And just very, very excited for the way things are moving now. Um, and another thing that I'm very, very excited about, and actually Kyle here of Will You Won't You will be participating. So it's very relevant. If you are listening in, please do try to tune in for Sunday, September 4th. Uh, so that uh, is the first day of National Suicide Prevention Awareness Week, uh, which is September 4th through September 10th this year. Uh, it's a very important subject, you know, not to be cliche, but it is super important to me personally, um, you know, just mental health in general. Uh, I am willing to talk about lots of stuff, but either here nor there, what we've got going on is I have uh, 20 bands scheduled all throughout the day to come on IG Live, Instagram Live, uh, talk about music, talk about their mental health, talk about, you know, just shooting the shit, hanging out a little bit for about 20, 25 minutes. I'm um, hoping, you know, that the the followers and fans of each band will hopefully come in and, you know, throughout the day and I'm um, going to have a place to donate and donate that all to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Um, so I'm really hoping and hopeful, hopeful that it is going to be a, a good event. So again, that's Sunday, September 4th on Instagram Live via the Mid Park Instagram. Uh, and I'm sure those of you who are listening here for Kyle uh, and Will You Won't You will definitely see, uh, you know, all those details on his socials as well. So wanted to make sure that we notate that. Um, that's it, I think, right? For will you, won't you here before we head into the whole conversation. Isn't it interesting? Will you, won't you could actually be like 57 different band names, depending on how you say it. You can say it like, will you, won't you, will you, won't you, will you, won't you, will you, won't you. All right, I'm going to stop now. Um, so we're going to, uh, I, I, uh, I think I notated it, uh, or I gave it away a little bit earlier, but uh, we're going to listen to Casual Casualty on the way into the conversation here. So this is right now the top song streamed on Spotify right now for Will You, Won't You? Um, and yeah, it's another good one. Again, just uh, solid, solid punk emo rock tunes here um, that I think will take you back to the Blink-182 days and the Sum 41 days. And um, that, uh, you know, for me growing up, that was like the the, the peak of my childhood, middle school days, man. Um, 
what's that thing that's going around right now? I'm just a teenage dirtbag. I don't know if you guys have seen that uh, that trend on social media or not, or maybe I'm just talking out my ass. But if so, it's like people showing you know pictures of themselves from the the early 2000s and whatnot. And it just this this whole sound and uh, reminds me of that time for sure. So uh, enjoy the song. Like I said, this is Casual Casualty uh, by Will You Won't You. Uh, as always, thank you so much for tuning into the Mid Park Podcast. Uh, and we will go ahead and uh, this will lead us into the full conversation. And we will be back after just to wrap up a few things. Uh, thank you as always for tuning in. Talking about that one show, you know My first impression started off with a confession I've never even seen it, but I'm glad that didn't make you go A few days passed, now we're going for a night out We took a photo to commemorate the time how I wasn't ready for the picture, but it set it in stone I understand it's not the time or place for you to be in my head But you're still in my head and I can't help this feeling that you won't be leaving soon Cause I don't wanna be just a casual casualty Cause I don't wanna be just a casual casualty My interview number two of the night, number two total of about 550. Who knows? I don't know. Lots of scheduled. Um, but I've got Kyle from the punk. You tell me what you want to consider your band. Uh, but uh, the, the band Will You Won't You out of the Bay Area. Welcome, man. You got it. You got it. I'm stoked to be here. I'm stoked to hang out and uh, to meet you yeah. for the first time and, and just, just talk about cool stuff whatever kyle is um truly one of my longest followers and supporters of mid park and for that i am unbelievably grateful um, we were just talking about off the recording he had sent me um his cover of olivia rodrigo's good for you um but this was <laughs> at this point <laughs> yeah no no man it's good um at this point probably good 10 to 12 months ago um and something like that yeah you know, as we were talking about, I uh, meet a lot of people on Instagram, you know, through bands and whatnot. So this is a great example of, you know, finally meeting somebody and, and getting to talk about everything. So with that said, um, I am very curious to hear because I don't think I've had anybody specifically from the Bay Area. Um, Represent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I unless I'm and then if I'm forgetting and you're listening, sorry. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, either here nor there. Tell me what it's like in the Bay Area as far as local music, um, you know, what you know, your your experience playing live shows, all that good stuff, man. It's uh, 
it has been quite the roller coaster, I'd say, for myself. Um, mostly due to I. So I've been playing in bands and music since right out of high school. You know, um, pretty much within that summer, I think of my senior year graduating i was probably already going on diy tours with the band i was in at the time so it's been kind of non-stop since up until a couple years ago um you know bands fizzle out or break up or whatever the whole thing you know how that goes um and then there was there's a solid like four or five years i haven't done the math where i wasn't doing anything so i was out of the scene i wasn't caught up on all the bands a lot of bands kind of died out since um uh, obviously pandemic going on, a lot of venues around here shut down. So a lot of bands kind of fizzled out and, and it was kind of, uh, at least from my perspective, not being in it was, it kind of died a lot. Um, but we used to have a really big, really big scene out here. Um, we, uh, as a, someone who plays pop punk emo, kind of amalgamation, I like to say pop mosh myself, but that's cause I'm a day to remember fan and, uh, I will pop mosh. Pop Mosh, the uh, Pop, I'm writing that down, man. So, like I said, I wanted to give you a chance to to deem your own band, your own sound. Uh, Pop Mosh. I would love to to, to coin Add that to myself, but I will say again, that was a uh, I think a day to remember. Their fans said they referred to them as that once, and they're being them being probably my number one favorite band of all time. Um, okay. I, I can't can uh can't fight that, but um. I, I will be whatever genre you think I am. I know I have a lot of different influences with my music. I mean, the, my two most notable bands that have influenced me to play music, even if they're not like an immediate influence, is a Dater member in Mayday Parade, funny enough. Yeah. So they're kind of very different ends of the spectrum. Um, and a lot of my music kind of covers a lot of ends of the spectrum. So anyway, that was a kind of a tangent. The scene, uh, I think no, it's starting to grow again. Starting to grow again. Um, I haven't, personally, I haven't played shows in four to five years so it's been a while since i've really been into it um, wow, but okay. i have noticed um a lot of bands and some of the friends that i used to play in bands or wanted to play in bands with are like in bands now and playing and doing pretty well um like i said the scene used to be a lot bigger um when i first started and kind of pre-pandemic and whatnot um especially in pop punk we uh in california are blessed to have had the story so far as one of the biggest bands to come out of California. They're from uh, Walnut Creek, California. So they are 10 minutes away from me from where they were from. So that big pop punk explosion kind of was really prominent in the Bay Area here. So I've always been uh, in the pop punk in some form or another. Um, But yeah, getting back into it, it is it's been kind of a steady crawl forward. Not a lot of venues or at least not of the same venues that used to be really big when I was more prominent into it or around anymore which is unfortunate but i am seeing bands kind of come up um there's a couple bands from the area that i've seen actually are starting to get some decent uh momentum which is really cool to see a little jealous i can't admit but you know one step at a time i'll get there yeah um but i think it, it's it's starting to regrow i do think the the genre um is kind of changing a little bit um you know when i again when i was blowing up everyone wanted to be the story so far they blew up even them they've changed their sound a little bit and i think a lot of people even some noter bigger pop punk bands are not even playing pop punk anymore um i think because people are uh they don't think they're gonna make it because they just keep getting compared to the story so far so they kind of change yeah. into various forms um but it's definitely still there i there I, i've actually even probably more recently have seen a lot more people that are um kind of just they've grown up but it's still kind of in them you know it's it's not just a phase we'll say <laughs> um but yeah that's kind of the scene right now i'm hoping to get back into it um i'm really stoked to see that one of my my uh, uh favorite bands that i personally know the stick up kid anyone out there has heard of them um i'm pretty stoked to hear that they're starting to play music again or at least kind of get back into it which i'm really excited about because uh um, one, the band's awesome, but two, the their people, the people in the band are some of the coolest people I've ever met. So it's really cool to see them kind of just doing well. Um, so I'm I'm excited about it. And like I said, getting back into music after about five, four, four or five years, 2017, 2018, I think is the last time I played a show. Um, it's uh, it's exciting to see that it's not it hasn't died. Um, like it kind of felt for a little bit to get back into it, even though I'm not playing shows quite yet. But 
uh, I'm, it's just, it's, it's exciting me to go and, and do it. Cause you know, I, if everyone's ever been in a band, when you go to a show and you see a band play, you're just like, I wish I was doing that. <laughs> it doesn't like spoil the show by any means, but just seeing it, it makes you want to do it more, you know? Love it. Um, yeah. I, I'm probably going to tangent a lot. I'm going to apologize now. No, so you're that. good, man. <laughs> I, um, the last uh, interview that I did, like I said, I'm doing three every night. And the last one that I did was a, very much the same way. And I think the next one might be as well, because as I sit here and pick the zit on my fucking neck, um, <laughs> you're, you know, you kind of do everything by yourself, you know, and, and it shows that you've put a lot of thought into these answers and, and, you know, you, the whole thing really. Um, so I, I really I, I, have, I really, I totally cut you off. I apologize, but. I've um, getting back into it, and this may be jumping the gun, so I apologize. But um, one of the reasons why I even am back into playing music is my buddy Sam, Sam Hammond. Shouts if you ever listen to this. Um, well, one of the then, you, one of the things on. I wanted to ask, because you said four or five years, right? It's been since. So this, I think, ties into what you're about to say is, yeah, you know, what's the whole? You know, you said it's been four or five years since you played and and whatnot. So yeah, talk about that. So as I kind of stated earlier, I've, I've been in a lot of different bands and the last few bands kind of fizzled out for various reasons, or I had actually left the band because I wanted to take it more seriously than everyone else wanted to, you know, um, and not to dig them by any means, you know, not everyone wants to, to make it like sure. their thing. It's just more of a hobby for them and, and to totally respect that. Um, but for me, it's always been so much more for that or more than that. So, um, you know, there's been a couple of bands what, from the last chunk, I guess, where I just quit because I wanted to take it more seriously. And then um, the last band I was in, um, super cool. It was a completely different style. It was a little more like pop rocky stuff. Um, and it, I think it kind of uh, pushed me as far as my guitar playing. Um, because again, I, I was kind of, uh, I don't want to say forced, but I was kind of forced to be the lead guitarist, which was not something I usually did. Because I always yeah. was the rhythm guitarist. I always wanted to do some level of vocal work. So I was like, I'll play rhythm. You know, you can play all the leads. You you shred that. Um, I just kind of want to, uh, I want to sing. I don't, I didn't have the confidence to be the front man or the lead singer at the time. So I was like, I'll just play guitar and do some oohs and ahs and backup lines and whatnot. Um, so that kind of ties into it. But um, I was going through uh, a relatively difficult time, I think uh 2021 was super rough for me um 2019 2020 was kind of a transitional phase in a lot of ways as well um and i wasn't playing music and i really kind of wanted to get into it but for the long time i was of the mindset like i need a band in order to do this i need you know three four or five other guys to you know play all the other instruments so i can actually make this happen um which not untrue but it's not the greatest mindset i think you know kind of giving myself an anchor um but my buddy sam hammond who actually has done well, I think, all of my recordings go on not to yeah no not to cut you off i think it's realistic i mean there's a difference you know between you know not wanting to cut yourself short and just being realistic with what you need um and what's you know and i think that comes with age and experience so that's a good thing yeah, I, I I can't disagree with that. And a part of it, I think, also was I didn't have the confidence to play the, to be the role that I ultimately wanted um, yeah. up until recently. But even off of that, admitting that you don't have the confidence to be the role that you want is still a good thing and a mature thing. And you should always remember that in the back of your mind. I I've, it's taken a lot for me to get to that point, and uh, I two years ago, I probably wouldn't have said the same thing, to be honest. So I'm, I feel I'm getting a lot more confident in not only my ability to do things on my own, but just as a musician in general. So, which is helping me kind of like accept, um, accept that. But I, yeah. I, I really credit a lot of this. And I've told him many times, my buddy, Sam said his name, how many times now um, mm -hmm. he has recorded everything that I have released as will you, won't you um, his studio, Sonic Bloom, Shout out to that studio. Um, but he's someone that I've known for a decade now, and we've always talked music. We've played shows together in different bands, um, but he's always kind of been there. We, funny enough, him and I have never been in a band together, but we've always talked about it. Um, and 
he used to I used to always talk to him like man I, I miss playing music I mean I want to do this I just I can't find people and he would always tell me it's like dude you just need to do it yourself and then let them find you essentially um so he would always told me that and it wasn't until the first song that I released which was almost a it was kind of like dipping my toes in which was the the dream catcher that acoustic single um, was actually the first song that I released technically as as just Kyle was Kyle Allendale is my name I kind of just did that um, and I was like this is cool I was kind of getting that that bug that drive of like oh that excitement of recording a song releasing it you know getting feedback from people um, you kind of get that bug again and that excitement so I did that and then um, I was enjoying having the song out and I was like I gotta do this again and I kind of was going on the side and I was actually doing a podcast with some friends um nerdy podcast where we play tabletop games um and there was a transitional period where essentially um at one point they were I was going through a tough times so I wasn't pulling my weight and they were they essentially were like take a step back from this podcast um yada 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 um and at that point, I was like, you know what? I'm not even mad about this. It's going to kind of force me to, to focusing on my music. So after that and some other drama that was tough for me, I ended up finding the Pieces EP, um, which those were song ideas that I've had for a long time, rather be from a different band or just from my own personal stuff, because I record everything myself or I demo everything in my room and then I'll record everything like officially with, with Sam. Um, but those songs kind of got rekindled and gave me like a, a, a new, not a new meaning, but they be, kind of became relevant again. So I took those three songs, um, and funny enough, uh, after watching a stand-up special of all things, it actually inspired me and gave me kind of like a concept and kind of meshed all these ideas into one. Um, it sounds crazy, I know, and it's even funnier because the the actual bit from the stand-up special that kind of got me, kind of the, my wheels turning again, wasn't even a funny bit. It was Who like was a serious bit. Comedian. Daniel Sloss. Sloss? Sl yeah, Daniel Sloss. I have no um, idea. I mean, is, I'm just asking. Yeah. Yeah, he um, he's like a, uh, I think Irish. I could be or Scottish. I could be wrong. Um, mm. Comedian, um, but he, he in a something nutshell, he had a something bit. where he talks like this. Yeah, essentially, essentially that. <laughs> um, but he had a bit about. Uh, I won't go too far into it, but he talks about how he's basically proud that he's broken up a lot of marriages um, because <laughs> he has a bit talking about uh, how he explained or his dad explained to him like the meaning of life, and it's essentially a big jigsaw puzzle, or everybody has their own jigsaw puzzle but they don't have the picture to it. So they're just like trying to put the puzzle together without having the picture. Um, and they were explaining yeah. like, you know, the, the edge pieces are kind of like your core things like a uh, family, your job, hobbies, things like that. And then your middle pieces are kind of like the things that you love. Um, and a lot of people force fit those pieces and um, it's not the right pieces, but they force them to fit. Um, and that kind of, that concept of that was, 100% what kind of inspired the idea behind pieces um, and probably a future release, uh, which we'll probably get into later, but um, yeah. it kind of rekindled this, uh, the wheels turning, get all the, the, the ideas going. And, and as somebody that like, when I get an idea, I have a hard time focusing on anything other than that. Like I won't sleep. I need to get all these ideas out. Um, so I kind of hit the ground running with that, um, did everything myself. Um, was the first time that I was like, did the lead vocals, which was like kind of nerve wracking for me. Um, but it, it was really satisfying at the same time. I don't think it was necessarily the greatest performance or what, or what that I've done what, per se, but um, it kind of gave me the confidence to be like, okay, maybe I can do this. Um, and it, it started from there, really. I think pieces were the first thing that was like, I'm, I'm going to make this a thing. Um, and then came the the cover, I believe was next um the single and then the latest uh ep or, or record we'll say is like a generic term um which that's when i really got kind of my ideas into it but i've always been one that was super thoughtful not thoughtful i don't want to like toot my own horn but i i really would that's overthink right. almost details you know um mm -hmm. every little aspect of it of you know the name of a song what i'm saying 
um, the concept behind it, regardless of anyone else other than me even knows or understands or grasps the idea, that's kind of what gets me turning um, is there's got to be like a really defined, um, defined to me, like concept behind what I'm doing. Um, and I'm sure we'll kind of get into the different releases and specifics of that, but but yeah, it, it it got my wheels turning. I told myself after this latest EP, because I didn't have enough songs at the time to even play a show. So like that wasn't my first thought, um, at least in my mind. I didn't have like a 30 minute set, which is kind of like a generic set, I guess. So I was like, all right, after this latest EP, what um, I hope you find peace in this. I was like, now I'll have enough songs to play set. So my goal was by the end of this year that I would actually play a show. That is proven to be a little bit more difficult than I hoped it to be, but I'm, it is my next thing that I want to do um, is get, if nothing else, just uh, live musicians to play for me. I'm not asking for commitment. I just want to play a show again. Um, you don't have to stay a member of the bands. Um, you can if, you know, you you want it to be a thing. But I'm at the point where I just want to do it. And if you want to play a show, just one show, I'm down for you to just play for one show. And um, I just want to, I want to get out there. I want to get back into it. It's the one thing that's been I guess the most consistent in my life, kind of in general, not to get too deep, but uh, it's always been music and playing it's the one thing that I've always been able to fall back on no matter how I'm feeling. That was a very long-winded answer to that question. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's okay, man. No, I, um, like I said, I'd be the same way. Um, you know, I know you've just got a lot of passion in what you're doing and that's all right. Um, let's um let's tie a few things together here um you know talking about the local scene and want to get back into it and and mm -hmm. you know also being solo and knowing that you need a band and and just hoping you can get any live artists um let's go to the q a which there was okay. a question there was one question i'm I'm not, I'm going to be honest. I'm quite surprised. I was not anticipating anyone to respond. I wasn't either. I wasn't either, dude. Trust me. So I posted cool. those. I got one question for you, one question for the one after you, and two for the one earlier. So I'm, I was very pleased with even one. That's um, awesome for everyone, really. It's always going to feel good to have someone be curious, you know? So awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And this is from Local Bylaws, which is, uh, I know, oh. I kind of know them. They follow, we follow each other. There you go. Um, kind of recently, well, so that's cool. That's cool. Maybe, maybe you found each other via Mid Park. Um, maybe. Shout out to local bylaws. Yes, um, but the question is, and, and local bylaws are from the Bay Area, so it makes sense here. Um, mm -hmm. Where do you record, and what's your process? Okay, um, so I I touched on this very briefly, but my process, and this is kind of turned into my writing process since I've just been solo um, is I'm lucky enough to uh, recording music has been something that I've kind of wanted to do that was lightweight my kind of fallback profession if like playing in a band was going to work I was like at least I'm going to try to do something in music um, so recording has always been something that I've wanted to do it's always been like a strong second you know playing music has always been first but it's something I constantly do so now that I'm by myself um, as like a solo artist um, I actually record all of my ideas and demos myself at home in my bedroom. That's what I thought. Um, I remembered you saying, yeah. Yeah. So I'll demo everything out until I get like a, what I would deem to be like a completed or fully fleshed out idea of a song, um, or multiple songs. And then what I'll do is I, uh, reach out to my buddy, Sam Hammonds. Um, he records in Cloverdale for any, um, California natives here listening, uh, in Cloverdale, uh, he's got his, that's his job. He actually made his studio at his house. Um, and that's, that's how he makes his money. Um, he does it really well, in my opinion. Um, and I've said this before, he may not be the greatest engineer or producer or whatever out there, but what sells me on him is he, he gives so like, he gives all the shits. <laughs> like he, he really cares about it and wants it to be the best it can. He gives his input. He will tell you if something might not sound great or if it can be this way or that way, or he'll give his opinion. Obviously it's ultimately up to the artist, but he gives his input and it's actually, it's good. It's not just like, oh, that sucks. It'll be like, oh, I feel like there could be more or this could be better, or maybe we should change it up or switch it up in this way or that way. 
um, which out of all the studios I've ever recorded at, that has been the most valuable thing I've ever gotten from a recording um, from a producer. So uh, recorded Sonic Bloom recordings um, in Cloverdale. So uh, you can find them. Uh, I think it's just Sam Sonic Bloom or Sam Bloom on Instagram. I forget the actual handle. I can probably uh, find that later. But um, I will send him my demos. Um, be like, hey, this is what I'm I'm working with. Uh, I, usually when I want to record, um, sometimes I'll send it to him just as feedback as a recording engineer to be like, hey, how can I improve my recordings? But um, I'll send him my song demos. You know, he might give me some feedback right off the bat, like, oh, I think this chorus should be longer or whatnot, and we'll kind of like fine tune something. Or it'll be like, this is awesome. I can't wait to work on it. You know, we'll set a date, and then I'll anything that you physically that you've heard that I've released, I've recorded through him, with the exception of one thing that I did as a joke on my my uh, I think it was my personal Instagram, which might not be up there anymore. Um, I released I, I a covers. I yep, I I gompers. I gompers. Uh we can talk about that name in a minute, but um, <laughs> there's a story behind that and almost everyone I ever uh have talked Hold to up, I gotta, that I knows gotta, that name. Because this whole time I think I might be saying it wrong. It it's 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 technically just gompers, um, but it evolved to I gompers when I tried to make a I think it was just like a gamer tag or something on some game and the name was already taken. So I just added the I like a almost like iPhone or dude. Whatnot. I have been so just like <clears throat> for some reason I've been adding in a phantom P after the IG, and I thought it was like IG Pompers. I don't oh, know no. why. <laughs> no, it's just I Gompers. Um, I Gompers. It's really just Gompers, but um, it's like Gompers. So what is what is Gompers? So. Um, the very first band I was ever in, it's so, this is so funny that I'm still telling the story. I'm actually really excited about it, to be honest. Um, <laughs> so the very first band I was ever in, um, the drummer and I at the time, uh, we were really in Adventure Sevenfold. And if you don't know that, that band, all of them have stage names. Um, so we jokingly were like, hey, we should come up with stage names because we like Adventure Sevenfold. There was two Kyles in the band at the time. So it kind of like made sense. Um, and he was like, yeah, like, I don't, I, I don't know. I'll be juice box. It was just like a random thing that he came up with. Um, and everyone else kind of had their names. Um, and I was like, ah, I don't know. I wasn't just going to come up with some random one because I will overthink everything. And like, there's gotta be some reason behind it. Um, and I'm also weird about like, I can't give myself a nickname. Like someone else has to kind of give that to you. Right. Maybe that's just me, yeah. but <laughs> no, no, I'm with it for it to, for it to so, count. It's gotta come from someone else. Exactly. Exactly. So my junior year in high school, in history class, we were learning about the historical figure Samuel Gompers, um, and my dumbass could not stop laughing at that name. It was so funny to me at the time. It just sounded so ridiculous compared to all these other names that were coming up in the books and whatnot. And then, then there was Samuel Gompers. Um, I just couldn't stop laughing. Um, my teacher wouldn't didn't like it, but uh, that happens. And every single time from the end of the year, this is towards the end of the year, I believe. So it was just like nonstop, kind of on a regular basis. And then came the end of the year when everyone's signing yearbooks and. Uh, I had some people sign my backpack. I was that kid. Uh, but a friend of mine, yeah, a friend of mine in that class wrote Mr. Gompers on my backpack. And I was like, that's it. That's it. Done. Um, sold. Uh, so that was the thing. Um, but the real kicker is the only reason the nickname stuck for me is because the one of the bands after, so I think it was two bands after that, didn't know my real name. Um, so we were... Uh, they I was just, walking they back called home. You Gompers, didn't they? They did. I was just walking back home from like seven, <laughs> I think it was, and we lived in the same neighborhood. And they saw me. Um, we had never met like in person before, um, so it was it was double weird on that. But like they saw me as they were driving by, and they rolled down the wind. They were like Gompers, like questioning. And I was like, Oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> like that was me. Um, and later on, I actually joined that band, and that whole band always just referred to me as Gompers. So I have a select group of friends that kind of know me as Gompers and then some friends that know me as Kyle and it's weird if they call me the other name um so that kind of stuck um I'm hanging on to it. it's been a while since I've had some friends I've done that but it will forever be a part of me I think um so that's where that comes from love it man uh, um, yeah, I'm super super uh stoked on that I would love I don't to know. just be called that <laughs> maybe Naturally, that's the next, I don't want to is that your, it, but... is that the new band name Gompers Maybe you know, maybe I'll have a like a side project of like a like a country indie 
record of just gompers and I'm just doing like singer songs. Let me ask you this one and I'm gonna try let I'm I'm gonna try to keep it short. But I'll try it's to okay keep it short. If you, it, I was gonna say it's okay if you can't. I just wanna be I wanna try to get to everything. But of course speaking of the band names, where does Will You Won't You come from? Where where did that whole idea name come from? That was a name that I've had for a minute. Um, so when I first kind of got back into playing music, I was like, I need to come up with a name. And anyone who's ever been in a band knows it's one of the hardest things to do to come up with something that's original that you are going to be not mad about, you know, a year later and someone that's not already taken. Um, and at the time I was listening to bands like Oh Weatherly and I was back into like Mayday Parade and those kind of like pop emo bands. And a part of me, like I had a small list and uh, I at one point I was like, I just want to think of a name that sounds like it would be on like a, a bill with these other bands. Um, so Will You Won't You came up. I don't really know what made me think of that specifically, but the more I thought about it, the more relevance kind of came to it. Um, it's funny because it's kind of asking the same question twice in two different perspectives. Like, will you do this or won't, won't you do you? this? Yeah. Um, and at the time it kind of made sense for me too, because I was like conflicted. Am I going to try to really go into this doing, you know, music as like one person trying to basically make a band. Um, so it was kind of relevant in that regard, but ultimately it was just like, I wanted to think of a name that sounded like it would be on the bill with the other bands I was listening to at the time. And um, after a couple months, I rethought about it. And I was like, you know, I've been sitting on this for a while. That's it. <laughs> I committed. I'm, I mean, I'm with it. I mean, I was super lucky too, because there's no other bands, at least on Spotify that come up as will you want you funny wow. enough, a song from Thomas, the tank engine comes up. That is something relevant to that. So that's the closest thing. So people yeah. might, you know, associate me with Thomas, the train, but I'm okay. With that. No, man, I was <laughs> literally just getting ready to say, it. I mean, I don't think there's anything else, you know, like it in terms of a name and a big thing for new mm -hmm. bands and whatnot when you're picking names does anybody else have this can i get that domain can yeah. people find me on spotify if i if they search this um i'm gonna change a little pace here i got something yeah. i got i got a couple qu quotes wrote down um you said difficult 2021 um some other drama um <laughs> you had to you had to take a step back um what happened in 2021 um i will do my best to keep this short uh a lot of life transition happened for me essentially um my long-term relationship had ended um that kind of got messy with my immediate friend group um a friend so so i was living with my girlfriend at the time and one of my best friends was living with us as the roommate um there was a moment where her and i were not we were going in different directions ultimately um so i had talked to my buddy i was like hey i think this is happening and he kind of helped me kind of get some clarity on it her and i broke up um and then shortly after he ended up dating her and moving to texas <laughs> my immediate friend group which was the including him uh was doing that nerdy tabletop art um rpg tabletop game podcast um so it was kind of weird we did that on a weekly basis um so i just got to hang out with him and the other people in my immediate friend group all the time um long story short i don't hang out with them they don't really talk to me anymore um all that happens you know relationship ended a lot of revolving around that essentially um which is why I'm, I'm not doing that podcast anymore because I was in a, I was in a very depressive, anxious state, um, which drives a lot of my music yeah, in a weird way. But um, so I was going through a lot of that, a lot of mental health stuff that was kind of weighing down on me heavy, um, which funny enough was ultimately what kind of got me back into it. And uh, I actually will credit a lot of it in um, another situation with a friend that was kind of going through a hard time uh to the entirety of my latest dp i wrote 90 percent of that in about two months um because it just worked i had one idea after another and it just kind of worked out for me um 
and I'm kind of getting out of that. I I moved out. Obviously, I'm not living with my ex anymore, of course. Um, and uh, I found a place. So I'm kind of I'm at uh, in a lot of ways back to square one, um, which is not necessarily a bad thing. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. But it was just difficult for me, just with everything else that was going on. You know. But it was also a in a weird way, a big driving factor for me doing it at all. And let alone to, with the same passion that I have for it, it kind of almost reignited my, my passion for it because it's the one thing that kind of helps keep me sane, um, helps me kind of process thoughts, emotions, and, and ultimately not for lack of better terms, do something stupid. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah, man, I, uh, <clears throat> I always got to note that I know, you know, some things can be easy. Some things are not, but you know, either here nor there. Thank you for sharing mm-hmm. it, man. Um, yeah, I, uh, I'm looking over here, seeing my dog just like dreaming, mm-hmm. twitching, barking in his dreams. Um, nice. dog dreams. Oh man. Um, he must be having a blast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, a couple more things I've got here. Um, in terms of influences in your sound and whatnot, I know you mentioned a day to remember made a parade story so far. Um, anything else that, you know, comes as far as what got you to music and, and, you know, why music is where you are right now. Um, I really like that question because I feel like my answer is kind of weird. So Influences are constantly changing for me. Um, I obviously, like I said, I have like my core influences that kind of got me into playing music. Like I said, A Day to Remember was one of the first bands where um, I listened to the Homesick album specifically. And that was the first album that I was like, I'm listening to this front to back and I will not skip a single song. Um, Mayday Parade has always been a thing for me as, you know, that emo kid in high school. Everyone's got, you know, their emo band in that phase that is not a phase. Oh, yeah. Um, I think what ultimately, if we were to want to take it way back of what kind of got me into playing music and what my dad to this day will probably credit for me, where he was like, this guy's going to play music in some capacity, was the song Crazy on You by Heart, I believe. I believe it's Heart. Crazy Uh, on you. Yes. Um, (laughs) There's a part in that song where as a kid, because my dad used to always play like his era of music when I'd grow up, so I was always kind of an old soul in some ways um but there was like a part in that song where it's like every time it came on i always had to like strum my my fake guitar and like hit the note and whatnot and i did it every single time um so that's kind of what i think was like the catalyst for like playing music but as far as like influences now it's constantly changing and and i've actually grown to because i played in pop punk bands predominantly all through my musical career and for the longest time was like I have to make pop punk songs or I'm in a pop punk band this is the lane I have to stick to but now that I'm doing it by myself I feel a lot more open and free to be like I'm just going to play what I want to play and granted it's predominantly going to be pop punk or some corner of pop punk but you know a lot of the emo influences are going to come through a lot of the like heavier stuff that I listen to is coming through Um, funny enough I was listening to the I I, I don't know if it was the the Cheer Up Dusty or the Rooftops one, but they had mentioned playing a show with Driveways. Um, big influence on my latest EP. Uh, Capstan's a big influence for me. Probably I think been, it was Rooftops. Yeah. I feel like it was Rooftops. They were saying we had a show with them, like a weekend run or something. Um, I just listened to it today. I should know this. But but Capstan's, uh, lately my current um, – album or band that's on repeat is boys of fall and they're a lot heavier they're like a post-hardcore band so a lot of my newer stuff will probably be a little heavier um but i'm not sticking to one thing which is why genres are kind of hard for me to say like what is will you want you it's like it depends on the song (laughs) you know um but that that's kind of was uh the catalyst i think that covered all your the corners of that question i hope yeah yeah absolutely um what is next for you? Uh, by the time this podcast gets out, it'll be what mid to end of August. Um, mm-hmm. What do you got coming? What's down the road as far as music shows? Anything you might be getting back into? I know it's been a long time for the for the shows, but um, yeah, I would love to, I'd love to be able to get shows together. Um, 
I don't know. I'm not putting all the eggs in that basket just because I don't want to rush into it. I want to make sure that once I do play shows, it's going to be solid. And if, even if the people are just going to be for that one show, I want to make sure they're really good. And like, I want to make sure that if you come see me or if you do see me, I don't want you to think that it's my first show in four years, ultimately. Um, so I'm not rushing into that, but it is something that I would love to do. And I'm lucky because the my buddy who did all the who recorded all the drums for the last EP um, or record or whatever we call it, <laughs> um, he was so stoked on it. And he well, what are you be, calling it? I've always said a record. Um, I call it an EP um, because hey, I feel like. EP? Yeah, record or EP, we'll, we'll stick to that. That's what <laughs> um, whatever you're calling it is what it should be. So, it's a beefy EP. It's a it's a, a long EP that I think is not a full full length. Um, cool. But the next thing musically for me uh, outside of shows, I have weirdly enough two different release concepts that I have in mind. I started. I have like six song ideas that I have in place, but between those six songs, I think they're gonna be two different releases. So the first couple songs I was writing after this EP and some of them even before it was released because I've just been kind of pumping out songs when they come, when they come, excuse me, I'm just burping in y'all's ear. Are you um, throwing up right now? No, I just, <laughs> this burp came out of nowhere, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so the first couple songs I was written, writing after this EP was going to be what will probably end up being pieces two. And I, I think that's going to be a full length record is my plan for that. Though I don't think that's going to be the next thing because I kind of have like a concept in mind and I want to fully flesh that out. So I'll probably end up releasing at least a single, if not another probably shorter EP because I have two songs. One, I just recently finished. One, I literally just need to write a second verse to. And then 20 minutes before we got on this uh, call, I got another idea for a song and I literally have it up on my computer right now that I'm kind of like getting ideas out for. So a lot of songs in the works, we'll see what ultimately comes up. I probably won't release something. I might do a single this year if I can get into recording, but um, like we said, holiday time is not the greatest time to release music because no one's going to be paying attention to that. So I might end up waiting for the beginning of the year when holidays are kind of chilling out, but we'll see yeah. what we get. Sometimes it's hard to, uh, I get excited and I just want to release it. I want to hear it. I want everyone else to hear it. Um, yep. We'll see, but it'll probably end up being like a maybe three, four EP coming up, but um, for my next like official release, but um, at the very least a single by next year, like early, probably January next year, but I, I'm not setting any set dates. So don't, don't quote me on that. <laughs> no. Yeah. Just want to get an idea. Of course. Um, mm -hmm. Anything else crazy on stuff. So oh, I believe, um, it. I believe it. Anything else at all? Any shout outs? Any no. things? Uh, any, yeah. I'm excited okay. that anyone's even, you know, paying attention to what I'm doing. Like I said, uh, it was kind of took a long time for me to even want to do this as a solo act. So I, I don't even like saying that I'm a solo act or a solo artist. I try to consider myself a band that just happens to have one member um, because ultimately my goal would be to have a band. So I wouldn't want um to be referred to as like a singer songwriter or anything like that but uh I, i'm looking for people uh, if anyone happens to be there and it's down i would love to jam out try to play some music with people um write more stuff uh i'm hoping i'm trying to be more active on social media but it's hard with you know again being one person with a full-time job and also it. trying to like play all the parts in a band you know trying to be five people in one time so i'm yep. as active as i have I like to make sure that if I do post something, it is there's some significance to it. So um, at, at the very least, I'm trying to hold a, some standard there. But, but yeah, man, I'm just trying to do it. And um, I have some ideas for music videos for songs that I want to do, but I don't have anything set in stone yet. So I haven't really told people about that. But um, I'm hoping to get um, some videos for stuff, too. So lots of lots of things in the in the idea stage we'll see what kind of comes first i'm not forcing anything <laughs> i'm with it man i um <clears throat> yeah i mean i i can uh relate on a number of levels you know to what you just said i mean and just on, on you know trying to even keep social media up to date when you're operating it by yourself you got a full-time job 
you got a life, you got other things, man, it's, it's hard. Um, so I respect that. And I know the people that are listening do, and, and I think there's no doubt, you know, anybody that's listening would have got something from this conversation here. Um, I hope, so. I hope that's all it is, man. I want people to get something from my music or me in general, because it's something that's super passionate for me. So I, yeah. I can only hope that someone else can get something from it, even if it's just one thing. No, oh, there's no doubt. Uh, there's no doubt at all. That's Kyle from Will You Won't You, the uh, Bay Area based punk, pop punk. Uh, again, we'll see how it evolves over the coming years. Excited to see it, man. Um, but Bay Area based uh, pop punk band, man. Again, Kyle, appreciate you so much for coming on. Can't wait to see what's going on over the next coming years, man. Thank you. Thank you. I'm stoked to, to be a part of it. And uh, hopefully down the line, I'll have to hop on again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All right. That is it. That is it. Uh, Absolutely fantastic guy there, like I was saying at the very beginning. Um, And you heard me there in the conversation. Um, You know, the support that I get from somebody like that from all the way across the country, really, um, is it means the world. You know, uh, you know, bands, I think you can relate, you know, when you find a genuine fan or somebody like that, not from calling Kyle a fan of mine, because that sounds really corny, um, you know, just supporting. Um, and, you know, when you have people like that, I, I just, you know, you, you know, they're in your corner. Um, I am so very thankful and just, you know, I, I will do whatever I can for his music, um, you know, just as though he's doing the same for me on the other end. So I'm super excited to see what happens here for uh, Kyle over the next you know, a few years and as this music thing continues and just figuring life out on the go, man. Um, that's that. I'm not, I'm not going to ramble on too much here. I know you've already been in for about an hour and of course, appreciate that so very much. Um, the song that we're going to listen to here on the way out is going to be, uh, what happened to song titles that were just meaningless sentences. Uh, so that is, uh, also on the EP here from uh, June and one of my favorite songs off of that EP there. Uh, make sure you check out, uh, which will be, Oh, well, okay. Is the next podcast, which will be up on this Saturday, the 27th. Um, and then again, as I talked about as well, and Kyle Dell of, of, uh, will you, won't you here will absolutely be a part of, uh, the event on, uh, September the 4th, which again is going to be in, um, support awareness to raise funds, however you want to uh, deem that there. Uh, for Suicide Prevention Awareness Week, and uh, that'll be on Instagram Lives, having lots of bands on, uh, so check that out as well. But I'm going to go ahead and listen to that song here again, uh, what happened to song titles that were just meaningless sentences. That will take us uh, all the way out and ride us off into the sunset on this lovely Tuesday uh, as summer wraps up here, everybody. I don't know. I think you probably got lots of summer and nice weather left. They're still in nice uh, sunny California, but we don't have much time left here in the Midwest, that's for sure. So those of you uh, listening in, uh, enjoy things as they go here. Um, you know, we're getting into the thick of things with fall and I'm always very happy about that. And I know I sound, I, I'm catching myself sounding cheesy again as I'm, as I'm riding off, uh, riding out here. So, um, that's it, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in again. My name is Kevin Vargo, host of the and founder of the Mid Park Music Podcast, and this was Kyle Dell of Will You Won't You. And again, one more time, we are going to one more time we are going to listen to what happened to song titles that were just meaningless sentences. Thank you so much. time you're listening to all the songs that I would sing It's getting hard now just for me to think about that empty space in my bed where you would lay Next to me, I guess our book was just a short story Flipping pages revealing nothing so empty But we're just strangers again, only exist in my head These memories are so haunting Our time is so
that we talk The way you cling to my arm The way you speak to me calm When you're inside of the storm I try to hold back my thoughts Trying to rid of the haunts I know you're struggling Deceited and cheated And you've been mistreated I pray to a God that you find some peace in this Cause I see the good in your heart But I suppress my thoughts for now Hoping that you come around Our time